This podcast is sponsored by GoToMeeting at GoToMeeting.com. You're listening to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale. Welcome to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale, the weekly radio talk show where we unwrap and reveal the secrets that successful people use, and you can too. Available at SuccessUnwrappedRadio.com. If you're in business or you just want to communicate with your friends and family, sometimes it seems that email, voicemail, they're just not cutting it anymore. But there's a better way that you can communicate with people, which is GoToMeeting's web conferencing center. The way it works is it actually allows you to share what's on your computer with everybody that you're meeting with. And it comes with a low flat fee pricing, so you don't have to worry about how long you're meeting, how often you're meeting. You can actually do it as long and as often as you like for the same price. Now, if you want to try this out for free, you can try it for 45 days. Just go to gotomeeting.com slash podcast. That's gotomeeting.com forward slash podcast for your free 45-day trial. My special guest this week is Pamela Harper, internationally renowned speaker on the subject of health, wealth, and life purpose, success coach, hypnotherapist, media personality, and number one best-selling author. She's best known as the queen of visualization and is also the CEO of University of Masters, a virtual university for the world's 63 million seekers of quality education and support, which can be found at successunwrapped.com slash university. University of Masters. Pamela has counseled and trained individuals and groups for over 25 years on the power that every thought and action has to generate desirable results. Pamela, thank you for being here to help us unwrap the secrets of success on Success Unwrapped. Thank you so much, Heather. My favorite topic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, could you actually let us know how that became your favorite topic when you started seeking success in the first place? I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my story. I have an interesting background. I started out years ago in the early 70s, which I just gave my age away, (laughs) (laughs) as a journalist. And it was a great time to be a journalist. Mm. It was... um, we were coming out of the Vietnam War, so it was uh, a lot to, to report on. And then I also was experimenting in what was then, you know, I was a hippie, of course. Uh, being a hippie, I had to try out all those uh, substances that they were passing around. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually became a drug addict. Mm. So 26 years ago was my last drug or my last drink. But up until then, I was into the drug scene. And even though perhaps I didn't lose as much as some people, I certainly lost enough to understand what it means to be in the world of addiction Hmm. and what it means to lose your identity your success, your purpose, and it was, I was living to use and using to live, and it was a process then that 
was accomplished by going to 12-step meetings, and I was clean and sober. And I was ready then to change careers, so I went back to school again, and I became a drug and alcohol counselor. Hmm. And I worked in the field of addiction treatment for many years, and that wasn't enough. I absolutely love school, so I went back to school again and became a registered nurse. I worked in addiction treatment in hospital programs as a counselor then, so I had a counseling degree, and I was a registered nurse. And about seven years ago, I was working in another psychiatric hospital and realizing how many people were suffering from panic attacks and inability to sleep. And I thought to myself, I wonder if hypnosis would help. And one of my nurse friends says, you know, I've heard that there's great studies on that. So I went back to school again, and I became a hypnotherapist, a certified clinical hypnotherapist. And that's really when my life began to change in the way that it is now that I became an entrepreneur. I had this wonderful practice and and tool that I took back to the hospitals, and I said, look, we can help people sleep by relaxing them with hypnosis. And the medical community said, you can't do that here. That's too experimental. Hmm. So I said, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And I left. So therefore, I became an entrepreneur without an idea of how one creates that avenue of income, I was bound and determined to create a private practice. And one thing led to another, and I was writing books and on the speaker circuit and knew then that my real purpose was to empower individuals so that they could choose to live the life that they love, to leave a job or another career. Because we never know when we're 18 what we're really going to be or what we really like. Things change. Yeah. So I do have, actually I have a mentoring program and I mentor people who are ready to build a successful career but really don't know how to do that. Because it really, when they say that only 5% of businesses succeed, I understand why. Because there is a lot to it. Yeah, true. And so the successful part, I I know it's just because of my tenacity, and I just stuck with it and stuck with it and stuck with it and believed that I did have a purpose, that I did have a reason for being, and that empowering individuals through mind, body, soul was why I was here at this particular time anyway, and that I could do it if I followed some simple guidelines. So I I read all the books on how to be successful, every single one of them, inside out and backwards, read them over and over and over again, and studied marketing, studied business, studied networking, and did all of it and put my heart and soul into it. And now I'm probably the most referred to counselor and hypnotherapist in in Southern California. Wow. In six years. 
So, I mean, you mentioned that your you discovered your real purpose was to empower people, but you took a lot of paths to get there. And I think a lot of people are looking for that one purpose. This is what I'm meant to do in life. What actually does it mean to find our purpose? There's that one thing or activity or endeavor that inspires you so well that when you're doing it, you really don't feel like you're working. I hardly call what I do now work. Mm. I used to work. Now I live. And, of course, being an entrepreneur means that I can make as much money, set my own hours, tomorrow's Thursday, but I'm going to take my grandson to Disneyland because it's my life. I can do what I want. (laughs) Yeah. Well, then, how do we find our purpose without spending years and years trying different paths and seeing what works? I think there's a very simple way. I actually did a uh, weekend event. And one of the things that I did this last weekend when I put on the event was to help people get focused on finding their purpose. It's a combination of taking a look at your talents. What are you good at? Obviously, I'm good at talking to people and seeing what they cannot see in themselves. So what I'm really doing is I'm holding the vision of their purpose for them. And when one finds their purpose, it's in the quiet thought. Write down all the things that you love to do. If if any of our listeners are are wondering and pondering, well, I know there's something I'm supposed to be doing, but I just don't think what I'm doing now is the right thing. Start writing down some of the things that you're good at, that you, that you are talented at, that you have always loved doing, that when you're doing it, you get lost in time. So that time passes and you go, oh, look, four hours has passed, <laughs> and I didn't even realize I was doing it. And I'm sure that you find that, Heather, when you're interviewing people on the radio. I do, yes. Yes. (laughs) You go, oops, our time's up. Yeah, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're doing what you love. Yeah. And that's your purpose. I mean, look how effortlessly you are asking me these questions and introducing me and sharing me with your listeners That's because you do it so well, because it's what you love. So there's no struggle there. Mm -hmm. So a purpose is void of struggle. There's no struggle. There's no effort. It's something that you look forward to. I look forward to going in. I was in the office today. I saw three or four clients individually, talked on the phone to a few people, worked on my businesses, and all of those things. I'm I'm not even finished yet. I have probably another mm, four or five hours of activity and work to do today on another business that I'm putting together, and it is fun, and it is productive, and yet it's prosperous and purposeful. Hmm. Now, you mentioned that your success came because of tenacity, because you stuck to it, because you were determined. 
but we keep getting told that it's all about an effortless attraction, you know, having the right thoughts, having the right feelings, and success just comes to you when you're in the right mindset. Where is the actual balance between the thoughts, the emotions, and the actions that allow us to achieve the end result? I like to use the idea and example of a triangle. If you were to take a triangle and you were to draw it on a piece of paper, the very top apex would be the vision. That's the purpose, the vision, the ideals, the desire, the the big picture is at the top. And then over on the left apex is the belief. The degree to which I believe is the degree to which I achieve. So my beliefs, how much do I believe, how well do I trust in my purpose? How easy is it to, for me to feel good about what I'm doing, to accept that indeed this is my purpose? So, and then over on the right apex corner of the triangle is action. So I take my vision, I add belief that this truly is my vision and that I will, no matter what, accomplish it. And then I take purposeful action based on my vision and my beliefs. So it is equal who I think I am, how I feel about that, which is part of the belief, if I feel good about being productive and prosperous and fulfilling my goals, if I feel confident and comfortable and I believe that it's possible, then I'm going to take the kinds of actions that are more, when I say effortless, I mean in line with my vision and so that I'm working smart and I'm not working Hard. Mm-hmm. So many times people think that, oh, I don't want to do that because it's going to be just too hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, I remember before I was ever an entrepreneur and I was working as a nurse, I always worked as a psychiatric nurse. And I always had a couple of jobs because I liked working per diem because that meant I could work whenever I wanted. So I I told my husband, uh, we were talking about entrepreneurs, and I said to my husband, I will never be an entrepreneur because I know me. I'm going to want to be the best, so I'd never have any time off. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're describing me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm never going to be an entrepreneur. I'm always going to work for somebody else because... At the end of the day, I can go home and not take my work with me. (laughs) Guess what? My purpose screamed for me to follow my dream, my vision, and I obviously, I couldn't work in Western medicine anymore because it was too problem-oriented. I had to leave, and the only way that I could create a new paradigm for healing was to do it myself. And I was right. I haven't had a day off. <laughs> yes, I take. <laughs> yes, I take days off, but I do probably work mm, an average of ten to twelve hours a day, six days a week. 
Yeah, you were describing me. (laughs) (laughs) So I was right. The the information that I gave my husband about doing it 100%, absolutely. But you know what? It feels so good, and it feels so much better now to not only create unlimited purpose, but unlimited income. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. It's worth it. And it's not hard. No. It's not hard because I work smart. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's that's a huge key. Now, okay, so we talked about the top of the triangle, and I want to get to all three of the corners because I think they're all important. So let's take a look at the beliefs now. It's kind of like the second step before we get to the action. And it always seems like no matter how much work we do on ourselves, there's always these limiting beliefs that we don't know are there. And because we don't know they're there, we can't always get rid of them. So what's the best way to deal with these limiting beliefs when they crop up? Well, do I have an answer for you? And don't you love my little triangle idea? I do, I do. I love the triangle, yes. Yes. Hypnosis. Hmm, okay. That's simple. When we <laughs> are growing up, the answer is simple. It's hip- hypnosis, a combination of neurolinguistic programming, NLP, and hypnosis, and I use a combination and teach a combination of Ericksonian and regular Milton uh, hypnosis. When we are growing up to the age of 10, everything that we have heard goes straight into our subconscious mind. The child does not have a filter to say, well, this isn't, that doesn't make any sense. I don't believe that. Everything that we tell a child goes straight in to form their belief system. So if somebody's telling you all along, you know, you're really never very good at that, and you probably won't amount to much, or quite the opposite. They might be saying, you can do anything you want, you're very talented and creative. Depending on what we're hearing, that becomes our truth. The only way to change a belief is through hypnosis. Because the hypnosis goes in and changes, rewires, and overrides those neural pathways. Every belief is there because it it's, consists of a neural pathway, an imprinting, if you will, in the brain. So to change that, we, cha- we do hypnosis. And hypnosis goes to the source of the creative thought. So do we need to uncover those limiting beliefs and know what they no. are? No. no. Well, you usually do know. Okay. Uh, today I had somebody in my office, and this was, I think, the second time we got together. And she was she's, she's in her early 50s, and she's getting ready to make a huge transition in her life. She's going from one career to another. She Actually, she hated the other job, and she kept saying it enough times where they actually fired her. <laughs> her higher self, her herder, yeah. <laughs> says, okay, well, if you're not going to quit, we're going to do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> so they, she, she lost her job. She comes to me and she goes, I lost my job. I go, good. <laughs> now you can be whoever you want to be. So as we're talk, looking, I'm, I'm saying to her, what is it that keeps you from doing, well, I, I procrastinate. 
I think I'm going to do everything, but in in fact, I find everything to do but that. Mm. So for her, it was I made her a CD to listen to when she goes to sleep. And by the way, if any of our uh, listeners want a free CD, they can download one. They can email you, and then I'll forward them a download. It's called Reinvent Yourself, and it's a free CD. Actually, it's a download. If they can't download, they can just pay the postage, and I'll send them one. Okay, so let's have them email to heather at successunwrapped.com and put in the subject line, free Pamela CD. Perfect. Perfect. So they will then get a hold of you and get that. She then got a CD made just for her that says, today I accomplish all of my goals. As I'm going through the day, I look at the list of priorities and I accomplish them first. At the end of each day, you feel so good about accomplishing your goals. All of your goals are easily accomplished at the end of the day. You see how we said it a few different ways? Mm-hmm. We actually trick the subconscious mind into believing that it likes finishing goals. And that's how it works. And that's the only way I know of as a psychiatric nurse and as a hypnotherapist and, a, and a, uh, an intense student of the mind, the only way to change a limiting belief is to rewire it and to override it with a belief that is positive. So we're discovering what doesn't work and then we're putting in what does work. So no, we don't have to take out the other, so to speak, but we're going to override it. Because the subconscious mind really does, it's, it's connected to the superconscious and the collective conscious, and it really does want us to be happy. It, those limiting beliefs were put in there unbeknownst to us, or they're part of our personality. So there's three aspects. There's our personality, some of us are just drivers. I'm a driver. I'm a doer. And anyway, so finishing goals isn't even an issue for me because I've always been that way. Mm. I have some other stuff. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I have some other things. But getting things done is not one of them. Right. So we we have the personality or our our natural tendencies. Then we have our culture, the, the way we were raised other people's opinions. And one of the things that I had to overcome was poverty consciousness. If I wanted to be wealthy, I needed to get rid of the idea that life is hard and then you die. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's the way I was raised. My German work ethic background was, you know, people aren't supposed to have money. People who have money are bad. They're evil. Well... That didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. So I had to hypnotize myself into choosing wealth so that I could do the things that I want to do to make the world a better place. And then the third aspect is the collective conscious or the, the way that we've been doing it for many, 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 many generations. 
Visit Pamela's University of Masters website at successunwrapped.com slash University of Masters. That's successunwrapped.com forward slash University of Masters. And I hope you've enjoyed the first segment of our interview, but it's not over. There's a full 200% more than what you just heard where we delve deeper into these success principles. To unwrap the full interview and get lots more tools for success, just sign up to become a Success Unwrapped member on any level you choose at successunwrapped.com slash members. This has been Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale. Be sure to tune in to the next edition of Success Unwrapped, helping you to unwrap and discover your own potential for success. Until next time, keep unwrapping. I'm Heather Vale. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network at Blueberry.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com.